I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric at home of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. Yeah, I can share it. Okay, then I'll share. Uh-huh. All right, it's The Big Douglas Show. It is a special Tuesday edition, and we brought on my man from the urban sports scene, Wale. What's up, my man? What's going on, Doug? Man, it's a pleasure being on, man. I've always, I always vibe being on with you, man. You already know it. <laughs> I love it, and uh, we always appreciate you guys coming on for sure. Uh, listen, we took an extra day to kind of look back on this game from Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you feel the same way you did after the loss Sunday? Mm-hmm. It was a game that was out of reach, then was in reach, then was out of reach again. Yeah. Was the game actually ever in reach? I, I mean, just – yeah, you had a, you had a chance to go tie the game, so it wasn't reach. Um, to be honest, it wasn't reach. It wasn't for the um, the drop pass by Carter. Um, they had a good chance to kind of you know make it even you know make it scarier. Um, before a lot, you know, to me, did they deserve? I guess the more the question is, did they deserve to be in the game? And I would say no, and I mean that offensively speaking. Not the defense deserved to be in the game. I, I felt like what they did in terms of what they had to go against with the turnovers. And short fields, and they were only, and the Cowboys basically only really earned like a couple of three, a couple of field goals. You know what I mean? So the defense did their part, especially because a high octane offense, right? The Dallas Dallas Cowboys had the the best offense in the league according to stats, and they shut them down. You know, they they turned Dak over twice. Um, they got a pick six from Holcomb. They did a good job, man. Like they really the did. They were great. I don't even want to call them good. I think they were great, and it, the, great. they deserve the win. They deserve to win the football game. I love that. You know, they like, that's the first to. time I've heard that. You're absolutely yeah. right, Well, They yeah. deserve to win. They game. deserved it. Like the offense did. They they lay an egg throughout the whole the whole offense. I, I you know I'm not going to put it on just Heineke coaches. The whole offense entirely. You got Gibson fumbling the football. The whole the offensive line wasn't up to par you know um why receivers weren't coming making big plays other than cam sims i give him quick uh credit more um, snaps but, for cam please yeah more snaps you know i'm a deami brown fan but i think that you know we all got to be fair like this regime has okay. always talked about fairness and the individual in limited snaps in cam sims has made plays every time you give this, this dude in the, the opportunity and he does and, and in the, to be honest with you he does have great rapport with taylor heineke if he's going to if you're moving forward with him as a starting quarterback he has great he has a good rapport with him he had a good rapport with him in that playoffs playoff game against tampa and he's had good rapport with him this season so i just feel like yeah he deserves more playing time and but as a whole like that offensive side of f- football they didn't deserve to be in the game but that defense deserved to win the game and right away too, huh, you yeah, right yeah. away the offense was not going to have a yeah, good game. Yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't. Um, and and th- I hate it when people say that the scheme isn't good enough or built for a comeback. First mm-hmm. of all, most teams aren't built for coming for 18, back. Eighteen right? nothing. Yeah. It's certainly not eighteen nothing. Mm-hmm. And again, the quarterback didn't look like he knew where to go with the ball for a large yeah. portion of the game. You mentioned the fumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know the cut ups are out there everywhere to be found. It wasn't even like some great peanut punch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I know. he got tackled and the ball came out and it happens all the time. And it's always funny too, because mm-hmm. not all turnovers are the same, right? I mean, Agreed. That, and, and all of his are brutal. I mean, they, just brutal. They come at the wrong time, man. And it's, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the thing that's so irritating about it. 
Cause you see, you see the specialness in, in you know, in, in the way he runs the football. You see it, like, I, and I've been critical of him, right? I keep it a buck. I've been critical of him, saying that he wasn't the most natural runner. Um, but over the last, I want to say after the fumble, um, against the wasn't the Raiders? Was it the Raiders? Or the game before the Raiders? Uh, at the goal line. No, when he fumbled and then he got benched. What was the game he got benched? I think I, I think it was the game before that. Yeah, it was the game last, before that. Carolina. Say Carolina, Carolina, right? Carolina, right? Last week was the game he kind of went off. Yeah, of yeah. Carolina. And he got he got benched. And all of a sudden, you saw a different animal. Like, you saw a different animal running the football. And I was like, oh, this dude. Like, that's the running back. Like, hitting a hole, leaning forward. Um, giving delivering pain. I mean, once the, op- the opponent tries to tackle him, I was like, "This is the number one. This is the number one running back." I even said, and I like I like Jared Patterson, but I even said, like, I see the difference. Like, I, I like you honestly, if you're really gonna be honest, you see the difference. Like, he he can get the he can get those extra yards. Like, he can be that guy. Um, but this fumbling thing, it's just a big problem because whatever you know, you can make as many plays as you want. You know, in terms of getting yardage or whatever, but if you're not Adrian Peterson good, if you're not Barry Sanders good, like those fumbles hurt. I'm sorry. Like you're not, it's not like you're getting like 150, you know what I'm saying? Or 200, you're getting hundred, but you're not dominating the football game. I mean, throughout, right. Those dudes are, could fumble because they're dominating the football game and you're not. So you're in your fumbles are hindering like your offense. That's already an offense that can't a lot, can't, Aren't, aren't really isn't really able to turn the football over. Uh, Hawk TV here has said, and I agree with him. The fight this team has that that's one thing that that you can give to them. Yeah, they, they compete, and and I guess that's coaching, and you got to give it to them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because they could have crumbled mm-hmm. easily on that game. And when people start talking about, well, Dallas, let up, it's like that old prevent mode, right? No, they didn't buy up. that. You don't buy that, do you? I, no. I when people don't don't do that. Don't say that because a week ago yeah. we watched that Cowboys game and they yeah. had a lead and they were willing to pass it away. Yeah, so you that, people do that. No, nah, you know why? You know why they, they didn't like they they didn't put the foot off the met pedal because they they were still trying to throw the football. That's why Holcomb got the pick six. That's right. They were still trying to they were trying to end it. So no, they were still they were playing to win the football game. The the Washington football team made plays. Um, I mean, it's hard to play at that level defensively like they played in the first half throughout the whole game. They were playing at such a high level. Um, Ima- imagine being imagine being afraid of the Dallas defense. Because yeah. that, that was the only thing that gave me pause on Sunday that maybe I didn't realize, particularly with a lot of those dogs back. They were coming to hunt, and that oh, was is not what they do. And yeah, the offense didn't scare me at all. Did it scare you? The offense didn't scare me. They scared me initially, but going into the game, they did. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, there's so many weapons that they do have. I, I felt at more at peace that Pollard wasn't playing. Um, that I yep. will say, like when Pollard when, he, when I announced that he wasn't playing, I was like, oh, okay, that's even better. Um, but then you know what they did against the you know Gallup, um, uh, Cooper. And Lamb, they did a good job. On paper, maybe the best trio of wide receivers in the league. Yeah, for real, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Lamb and Cooper are special. I think Gallup, you know. He's going to get paid. Yeah, he's going to get paid. But I agree with you. It's one of the better, you know, uh, trio wide receivers in in football. But, you know, especially, you know, what Amari typically does to Washington, right? He typically always kills Washington, Thanksgiving and whatnot. And they did such a good job. And, you know, I like to give – which is why I'm gonna. Get, I like to give flowers to you know Kendall Fuller because I think him moving outside, 
him moving outside, I don't know how that happened. Like now, how he's playing better outside than he was inside. And we've, for historically speaking, he's been way, he's normally been better as a nickel corner, but he's been so good outside uh, since they made that move. I made that switch. And we um, talked well, about that before the season started. That was not what we expected, right? Yeah, juice exactly. Outside and Kendall inside. Yeah, well, uh, William um, William Jackson has turned his season all the way around. Like this is the guy they paid for, so they can now folks can get off his back. Um, Landon Collins, you know, was mixing it up, safety linebacker, and you know made big plays. Felt bad for him. He got the pick, and they turned the ball over right over. Right, they turned the ball right over. Um, it's just you know I was just so impressed with the defense, but offense. Like to your point though. Yeah, like the, the Dallas defense is what's scary, but I do think that you know there were certain that plays out there that could have been had if, if and again I meant I'm gonna say it again if the offense came to play. Like there's a reason why Coach Rivera apologized to the fan base. Like that offense just wasn't ready. You know, yeah, they got pressure, but there were players open even in situations they didn't have pressure within the quarterback with Heineke. Um, play caller wasn't the best. There were just just things as a whole. Running like even Gibson running the football wasn't sharp enough. There were things as a whole that I felt like offensively speaking, they didn't do well. They didn't execute offensively. And it maybe they could not. Yeah, and maybe it was more because you know they got hyped up for Dallas and they just forgot what they were doing prior to Dallas week, right? And I can I can say this, and I feel like and I feel like this is true that McCarthy guaranteeing victory got under Ron's coach Rivera's, you know, got under his skin. And I felt like that may have played some mind games within Coach Rivera. Like I felt like they he the team, I'll say Coach Rivera. Coach Rivera was more enamored with trying to stick it up to Mike McCarthy and, and the Dallas Cowboys and doing what what actually got him in the game. Because I felt like going for it, they didn't have to go for it. At no, that situation. I, I felt like that was a bad. I felt that was an emotional move. I, I again, that was an emotional move. I think you're looking at oh they brought their bench to these to to FedEx. Oh they you know coach. McCarthy guaranteed guaranteed a W. They go for two. They're going for two to make it eleven. Like I felt like all that was mental. I know it was like a it was an offset, a rough in the a rough in the kick or, or whatever it was to to move it to closer for them to go for two. But I felt like all that in play got under Coach Rivera's skin, and that's why he went for. It. I felt like a lot of things were out of character. I know he's Riverboat Ron, but a lot of things are out of character in that game and against Dallas. And me, I felt like he got to, I think coach McCarthy got to him. Let me say this. Let, let's take a quick look at what happened this week. Cause it's wild. I, I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything like it. So mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy comes out, guarantees a win for Dallas. Yeah. And, and Ron says the same thing he always says, which is, you know, that's interesting, not important. I think is the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, then every week for home games, Washington does a matchup shirt that they sell. Uh-huh. And Dallas wouldn't give him the right to put the star on the T-shirt. That, that's never uh-huh. happened before. Uh-huh. Then they they bring, I guess, what our benches didn't warm up to their liking, so they brought their own benches. Yes, like I'm just, and it has nothing to do with all the blue in the fa- in the stands. I just, I have never seen a full sunning by the opposition. I, mean, I said, I, I agree. And we're like sun every every which way. And it was embarrassing, and I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand how the the benches get in. I don't Mm -hmm. understand how we gave them the rights to our logo last time, and they did those T-shirts at their stadium. Yep, It's crazy to me, and how anybody from Washington didn't pump their chest up and say, 
nah, this don't work for us. I, I got a problem with that. Not I, I, I think it's, that is, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get why. Like, it's I, it, I guess it goes to like the owner and you know the owner, you know, being buddy with Jerry, you know, always want to look up to Jerry. But bro, you gotta have your own. Bro, you gotta be a man, man. Like, you yeah, can't man. have them come up in here and act like. It's sweet, slack of a better term. I'm sorry, but it's, stuff ain't sweet out here. You can't do that. Like you can't. You got to man up. You playing against the Dallas. This is the rivals. You got to treat them like the rivals. You got. You can, stuff can't be accommodating. You can't be that accommodating. If the, if the, if the NFL, if you're allowed to do that, then do something behind the scenes that, that makes it jacked up. Like you can't have it comfortable for the, for them for the opponents and, to come up if, here. If all they do while they is take mm-hmm. benches with them to Dallas, I'm be yeah. pissed. Like don't even do that. Don't even do that. Like that would make me even. Oh more mad. no, there's something you gotta. You have to be extra. You gotta yeah, you do something that's else. All do. That's all you, you're gonna do is Ron's gonna bring some some benches with a W on the side, and 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 it's gonna look stupid. And I hate. That. No, no, don't copy it. Be original. Do something extra. You gotta be original. Like they already up the stakes. Like they up the stakes. I don't even want you to guarantee victory. There's there's so much. But it's other stuff that you can do, like to get under their skin. Like there's so much, like what you've done, like what they caught, what they did already. They, they upped it up, like you said, they sunned them, they sunwashing them. That's what they did. They sunwashing them, and you got to call it for what it is. But you got to now bring it up to a point where, as as a coach, because I believe that for real. Like I feel like again, there's certain players that got the rivalry. They played like they were the rivals. Like the defense played like, oh, they the Cowboys. We coming to bring some paint, but put deliver some paint. But there are some things you can certain things you gotta do to your, tell your team to get them ready, and also for yourself as the coach, get yourself mentally ready, like really ready, like so, so you can focus on your you focus on the enemy. You know what I mean? It's just like in sports, like when Jordan played. Eventually, when Jordan got past the, uh, the the level of physicality with the Pistons, then he got to that one time that what you know the time he actually eighty six. They stunned him. Yeah, they stunned him, and then what happened? He got mentally right. Yep. And then, then he was like, you know what? Now it's time for me to send you all. So it's the same thing. The same thing. The same thing has occurred in this situation. Like for Coach Rivera, he got to focus, get them boy, get his team ready, but also get motivated, and also don't let them know that we here. And to your point, right? Yeah, if it was me, and I'm a king, I like I like to think of myself as a petty individual. That he got to be overly petty. He got to do some overly petty stuff. As we're sitting here talking <laughs> about, I think they got to find a way to fill that. Uh, where they have the big uh, toys for tots thing there in Dallas. Yeah. You just got to fill it. We got to get in there early, fill that thing up with Washington football team wrapping yeah. paper packages. Yeah. Oh, with, I'm women, with that. When they yeah. try to jump in there, it's just all like, Washington you gotta do, stuff. You gotta, like, like, you got to do that. You got to do that. You got it. I'm sorry, but you, you got to do some TLs. You got to do some TL San Francisco to the star stuff. There's a lot of stuff you got to do. You got to do some stuff that's be, that's really willing to fight for. Like, you're willing to fight. Like, that's how bad, That's how, to your point, that's how bad they did FedEx, like the whole Dallas organization. So I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm a Washington player, sometimes it may not have to be on a coach. I'm a Washington player. I'm doing some stuff that's that's borderline being thrown out, like I, like out the game. I'm being extra. I'm being real extra. Like I score a touchdown. I mean pregame. I'm doing stuff pregame. I'm supposed to be doing like I'm on the star pregame. I'm disrespecting. I'm disrespecting the whole the whole city of Dallas. I love. It. I'm on the star doing whatever. I may still on the star on the star Indians Indian style like a, like a kid back in pre like a, like back in kindergarten just to disrespect just so they can know we here. <laughs> well, I know you've seen it. Let's. T- I want to do like five seconds on this because it's barely okay. worth talking about, but I think mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, the Twitterverse is out here comparing Parsons to Chase Young. Yes, please tell the people to stop that. Man, they need five seconds. Please tell the people to stop that. Stop, 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 man. One, they just two like it's you can like somebody without comparing them to the next person. That's all I'm saying, man. Like I like really? so everybody knows. Are you sure yeah. there's not a manual that says you can't? Look, 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 look. I love I love Parsons. Like I, everybody knows, I, I I wanted him. I I said trade up when I saw there was a, like there this much to get him. I was like trade up, do it. I don't even care. Like do it. And I like. It's the same thing to your point about about Chase. You talking about the Parsons Chase? People are doing it with Parsons and and Davis, right? Right. Again, different players. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, one. Let's just be let's just just be factual about this. Everyone has stated if you're smart and you watch college football and you watch the two individuals, Parsons is better. Like that's not even a thing. Like that's there's a reason why he drafted that early. There's a reason why. They, teams wanted to get him. He would have been a top five pick if it wasn't for stuff that happened outside of football. Like he would have been a top five pick. So I don't even like that argument. Stop comparing the two. Don't do that. Like they're different players. Don't do that. Just because Parsons is better doesn't mean Jameis can't be good. Like Jameis can still be good. Like right. give him a couple years and he. Can, I feel like give him next year. He'll be way better than he is this year. So I don't even need to like the whole Jameis. But to James to Parsons and Young, they're two different players. They're used differently, um, but doesn't it doesn't mean that Parson Young is you know Young is anything. Young is going to be great if he wants to be great. That, I'm going to use that caveat. He's can he can be great if he wants to be great. Parkinson, Parsons rookie year is amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. It's an amazing rookie year, but he's used differently too. Though he's he's used all around. They've been very creative the way they've used him, and you know he's, he's making closest, plays. You know the closest player we have to Parsons right now. Who? Who? Landon Collins. Yeah, the way the way that is. Right. How they use. Yeah, Swiss, a Swiss, a Swiss, a Swiss they line army. Line him up type. in the a gaps. They blitz him on yeah. the side. They drop him into coverage. Very good comparison. People were upset about. You know, he was upset about the linebacker move. But if he gets even close to Parsons, he ought to be real excited about that. And it, man, and snap, I said this all along. The reasons he didn't like the move was his snap counts went down. His snap counts are back up. I bet you he doesn't. Mind a little probably better have a problem. Sacks and interception, they had a hell of a look, day. I think he should be excited about it. The money, the money is right. The money's gonna be right for him now. He should be happy. So he's he a football got, player. And he already he got, got paid. Money. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But, but you know what I mean. Like the money's even better now. Like now he's productive on all on all levels. The money right now. The money right. Like now he don't got to worry about taking a pay cut. Pay cut because to be real with you, Doug, he just hasn't been good, man. He's been. All, he's been in this short sample size since moving to the position. He's been as good as he when folks were talking about defensive MVP for the Giants. That's how good he's been. Like he's been yeah. that good. He's been the that Giants, good. So I'm just saying, fans, like people don't see it, but he has been. No, he has. He has. He's, he's made plays. Field at the linebacker spot. Yeah, I mean, look at the play he made against the, against the Seahawks, which was a key play that when we popped, we made, the, we created that fumble just just against the. Uh, a, a last um Sunday because the Cowboys alone a pick some set like he was everywhere he was everywhere he, he's so, the closest thing they're using him just like they use yeah. Parsons and, and the other guys that that you talk about there can't do it yeah and, and first of all and Chase Young's hurt so please don't even talk yeah. about him and also I want to tell fans about but this is gonna be my Michael Michael Parsons like my my man crush on Michael Par, Michael Parsons he's like I'm, and fans got to understand this and they both went to the same the same university Michael Parsons is like Lavar Arrington but what we wanted LeVar to be. 
Yes, oh, and, I like LeVar. and how they should have used LeVar. Yeah, and should have used LeVar. And I like LeVar. And it's not not I like LeVar when he was here. I'm just saying that that you could still, if you want to make a comparison, they both rock number 11 in Penn State. But if you really want to, like, I mean, Parsons is that good. Like, he's that good. You know what I mean? Like, so no, it's not, and it's not again. And Chase Young give, could be, it will, what he has all this, all the skill set and the ability to be that good. You know, he had a and, good rookie year. One's an off the ball linebacker, and the other is a yeah. Good. It's just different. It's different. We're talking about different players, man. Like, uh, well, let's get to talking about your favorite twenty-nine-year-old rookie quarterback. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had an off day? Man, yeah, off day. Yeah, definitely. He had a bad day. Yeah. And did the offense and the offense have that offensive line who has been so good all year? Yeah, it's a bad day. Had a bad day. So I, I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, there's a four-game win streak. Team looked yeah. really good. Everything went – I mean, pretty much everything went their way. Uh, I looked at my wife before the game started with this Cowboys, and I said, this is going to be one of those games where we need the ball. The ball can jump our way a couple games, yeah, a couple it. times. Yeah. And that and that shovel pass that wasn't – that was a pass and then wasn't a fumble, that was a tough one. Yeah. You know, like game, things like that changed the game. You think this team is more like the four game win team, or they look this is more what we should have been expecting this law, this team that played against the Cowboys? No, they're more like the four or four game winning streak team, in my opinion. If they stick to what they what they what they can do, I think when they they can stick to the game plan. The game plan is don't turn the football over, um, and you know, try to win the time possession game. You know, some guys, some individuals had off off days, there was off, there's off. They were off play calls. It was just the, the whole team, the whole offense was off. If they don't turn the football over, they're in the football game, right? I mean, you're not giving up X amount of points. You know, um, you're pinning your team back. Like, for instance, prime example, if Rivera, Coach Rivera punts the football, you play the field position game, Dallas is pinned back because you do have an all-pro punter. You punt that football, field position, the way your defense is playing, you get the ball back. You're not giving up any points. Now you're going to another drive, an opportunity to create points, Right. Or to hold the time possession, they're that team, you know. To, but things happen to the point where you know Taylor Heineke was missing throws. Um, you know, I don't think they were more they they weren't more stubborn running the football. But again, I do understand to a certain extent. My brother had a discussion. With my my brother were like, "Yeah, I knew why he stopped running. I know why he stopped running because Gibson just wasn't. It wasn't his day. It wasn't his day. It just wasn't his day. Um, and normally but, that's when they'd bring in forty one. That's it, and that's the thing. That's where, and to your point, Doug, and that's what I was thinking. It was like, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest Scott Turner fan, but I do, I do understand that that aspect of it. I feel like if Gibbs, the way the way Gibson was running, I felt like it would have brought him McKissick a change, a change of pace, and that would have made things a lot better. I think he's definitely missed. Like I, he's definitely yeah. so important to the to the offense. They're gonna have to pay him at the end. of the They're day. gonna have to pay him. Like really, they're really gonna have to pay him. Um, but I, I do think, you know, when healthy, you know, having their all their backs, they're that type of team that can can win an ugly game. I think that that's that's the that's the team that's best capable of winning football games, because if you do and we've seen this and this is not. And I think a lot of people feel like this is hating on number twenty nine. I mean, number four on Taylor Heineke. Right. They feel like it's hate, but it's a well, fact. You either love them or hate them. Wale, you know yeah, no, but I think it's a fact, though. Right. But it's a fact. It's not. And when you when you when you overexpose him, what I mean by that is have him throw the football x amount of times. There is a big chance that he's going to turn off turn off the football a lot. Like that is cap- he is very capable of doing that. 
very capable. You can see he got frustrated at the end and was thrown in the quadruple. Yeah, exactly. He, he does that. Yeah. And he's been doing, and he's does, he's done that in the past. Like, right. But when we've seen when, when Scott Turner has limited him, right. When his like his limited his throws, he can make that. Now he's, he can get some of those wild plays. Right. But now you're not getting, now you're kind of, you're kind of cultivating that, that craziness, right. You're like, you're now you're taking care of it. So now it's like, all right, you're getting the best Washington football team. Now he's making plays. Now it's like he's making some plays. You run the football. There's an even balance, right? So when you do that, he's a better football player. But fans have kind of like ignored the part of where, well, if you expose him, you you know, he can still make – no, he, he doesn't make plays when you overly expose him. He's not the same guy, you know. And and people are like, well, he's won his games in his four-game winning streak. And it's been different. <laughs> it's been yeah. different. It's been different. It's been it's been kind of reining him in, but on but on Sunday he wasn't reined in. He was going he was going back to old Taylor Heineke. Like for instance, the play that Scary Terry got hurt in. Yeah, he could have caught it. Like he caught it and hit the ground hard, and we can use that. But you you had the short first down if you wanted it. You could have ran for the first down. I saw the play without needing clips. I don't need the clips. I'm over like the, people. People don't and need the clips. So while if he throws yeah. it five yards further down the first field, that, yeah. runs right underneath it. Yeah, exactly. Is that that too? But he doesn't I mean, have that he type of arm. No, we had him beat easily. So then that's another thing. See, and people get mad. So I, I tweeted this out, and it got a lot of retweets. I was like, damn, y'all treat me like I'm famous. I got a lot of retweets, but I said this like I root for Taylor Heineke. Why? Because if you know me, I like people who compete. That's my thing. I love people who compete and try to and don't care what limitations they have. They feel like they're better than you. And I'm cool with that. I love it. But it's a fact that his arm is weak and it does hinder him a lot. It does. It just does. It's a fact. His arm hinders him. I'm sorry. And he may be the best backup quarterback in the league. He may be. He may be. That's not a knock on him. That's not a knock on him. But, you know, I wish, and it's a fact, I wish that his heart. Like his his arm matched his heart because his heart is real. Like that's real, but it's not it's not good enough to be a NFL starter. Sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just a fact. It's good enough to win you some football games, but we're talking about being a starter. It's just not. It's just that's not the that's not the honor to be an NFL starter. But if you do some things to like kind of hide it a little bit, you can win football games because then you have to take the role as a manager. Nothing wrong with being a manager. The rookie, the the, the 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 offensive rookie of the year in New England is a manager. He's yes. a manager. He's they a manager. They all they all he's a manager. Tom Brady's a game manager. Yeah, Tom at Tom Brady when he the, the greatest first, game manager. It, yes, all. in the beginning, if you watch the beginning of Tom, the real beginning of Tom, right. that was a manager. At the, Russell Wilson was a manager. Okay, like that's what it is. So it's nothing wrong with managing a football game, and he can win if you manage. He can win games if you manage. Because especially the way the defense is playing and the, the way the run game, when you have all your horses, the run, how the, how the run game works, you could take advantage of the short passing game. You know what I mean? There's so many things you could take. And then you can hit Scary because he's like Scary is still unguardable when, you know, when healthy, he's unguardable. So you can still hit Scary and then still be okay. So to me, you can win football games by managing and playing the way they were playing. But when you try to, when, you, when Taylor Heineke tries to be Brett Favre, yeah. That's not a good look. It's not a good look. Now, the only thing I, you and I do uh, argue back and forth about Scott Turner. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this, though. I, I don't understand. The very first play when Allen comes out, boot motion, he, he rolls out. I, I wish they good. would do I w- wish they would do more of that with Heineken. I'm not exactly sure 
why they don't I kind do of do more RPO scheduled run stuff with him because it feels like it would open up the offense a little bit more I agree. from a defensive standpoint. I agree. I, I don't know if he trusts him to like to not get hit because he's. I mean, again, goal. I think I like because again, it goes back to what I what, what I do like about him. It's a gift and a curse. Um, he's so once he gets out there, do you really trust him to make the right play in terms of not taking a hit? I mean, he slid, he's been sliding well, but yeah, you know, if he sees a lot of open field, I mean, you know, he's he's the guy, he's a real, he's a play, he's a legit playmaker. That's what I do like about him. He's his heart is real, like, I love his heart, like, he's trying to win. You see it, you see it in his face, he's ready to compete. And I think that's why a lot of fans are in love with him, you know what I mean? Like, sure. you that's why, to your point, Doug, you. It's either you hate him or you love him, even as a, even as a supporter, right? It's like either you hate him or you love him. Like you, you're like, God, I love his heart. Like he just fights all the time, and then when you turn the football over, then you kind of turn on him a little bit, right? So it's just it's just like it's the same thing applies like to that point with Scott Turner. I do think that the reason maybe why he doesn't run it is is because he doesn't want him to take that unnecessary hit, and that's why he does it. But I'm with you. I think that he needs to do it more. He's mobile. You know what I mean? Like he's a mobile quarterback. He's a very mobile quarterback. Take advantage of it a lot, a lot more. But I do think there's a little bit of, you know, he doesn't want him to get hurt type of thing. And just for the record, barring injury, uh, people saw Kyle Allen got a little excited because everybody always loves the next guy. I don't know. It'll it'll be it'll be Heineke until the season's over, barring injury. I think I think. That's oh yeah, definitely. I think he. I mean, I, I there is a difference though. I will say this: like there is a difference. I, and well, I agree with you. Got that, a cannon now. There's that arm cannon. is well, I mean, it's a cannon compared to it's a cannon compared to, to Heineke. Like that's that's not called a cannon. Exactly. That's not called a cannon. Folks be like, folks like I see a difference in the arm strength. It's because you've been seeing like this water pistol for like how many games now? Like like 13 games you've seen a water pistol. I get it. Like I understand. Like I get it. Like I get it. But still, like let's let's pump our brakes. Like his arm Allen's arm is better. Yes, it's better. And so when you see it and you see the zip, you're like, oh, shoot, he should be playing. I'm like, that'd be easy. Like, like I would still personally take – I would personally take Heineke over Allen because I like – I just like – I like Heineke. But I do acknowledge that there's certain – I mean, there's certain passes that the dude can't make that, you know, that Allen can. I just get annoyed. Huh? I'm not going to ever be 200 pounds, you know what I mean? Not yeah, like, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Right? The, man, the man is not going to throw a 70 yard strike. It's it just that line. you know what it's just, I think it just annoys people like the play that happened to Terry, like that that play. That was what annoys people to your point yeah, where Terry was beat and I, like I you got him hurt. You got him hurt. You got him hurt, man. Like and he does that, and that's why I guess that was my issue too with the passes that you mentioned up the middle. Like he was trying to get boys killed. Like I don't like luck. I mean, they were going for picks, but just say that somebody was in play to try to make a play, like. Dude, them them say like you floated a ball up the middle with like four four cowboys. Yeah, one could have tried to take that. One could have took that liberties with you, man. One could have took that. They could have took the liberties Jones with you. And Gibson open underneath on that play too. I know that's that's what I'm saying. Like and to your point, and to your you know we all you know I argue with you about Scott Turner and whatever, but you always talk about God, you know right. having a quarterback having a quarterback to make plays. There, I mean, there were the guys were running open like so. In terms of play design, like yes, the people are wide open. Um, so that's that's my thing. It just I, I was a fan of the new guy that they got running the ball. I can't even think of his oh, name. Oh my Williams. Yeah, young boy yeah, Williams. Oh, I liked him. He ran hard. He needs more snaps. Yeah. So but again, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens if you get McKissick back, like what's gonna happen, 
you know, you Patterson, Patterson ran well too. Um, Patterson, um, you had and obviously Gibson they, and Gibson and Kiss it. Sit him down for the fumbling. Uh, yeah, I know. He's going to play though. He's going to play though. He's going to play. You and I are not doctors, so we're not going to sit here and try to sort out who gave everybody COVID or not, but it's a deal. It's an issue. Yeah. I mean, there's more. I think, I think everybody knows. I think everybody knows who gave what. I think I think if people have an idea who gave it to who. I got opinions again. I'm not I'm not here to give out uh, COVID cards, but mm -hmm. they're down to like the fifth or sixth DN now. And it was a problem. It was a problem on Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Um, it definitely was a problem. It surprised me about that defense. They were missing a lot mm -hmm. of pieces. In general, this team has missed a lot of pieces. I respect them for the next man up mentality, mm -hmm. and they deserve credit for it. Some of that showed its head mm -hmm. against the Cowboys. Now, now, what I'll say is, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, it feels like we'll see the Cowboys again. I get that. We'll play the Giants. The, the two the two Eagles games feel like they set up for what – and the Giants feel like it's set up for what we like to do. Yeah. I mean, I think the I Eagles – play defense and run the ball against the Eagles and win a time of possession battle and feel good about winning those games in a way where it was like – I mean, I think even – a lot of people thought Washington beat Dallas, and I think yeah. should have. I still think they were set up to be able to do that. Not mm -hmm. on Sunday. They didn't play well on Sunday. I, I meant before – like the rationale behind why they could win was reasonable. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't, and they got screwed. Yeah. But I think against the Eagles, they got the opportunity to play this style of ball they like to. Do you feel that way? I think the Eagles do, but the only issue I have with the Eagles game is that they have, like, the Jalen Hurts plays. I don't like how Washington plays against mobile quarterbacks. That bothers me. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're better suited to play against those quarterbacks now. Yeah, they are, but they have, what's, who's the last mobile quarterback they've seen, though? You know what I mean? Like, you're right, they're very suited, but who are who's the last mobile quarterback? Like, Russ, but he don't run anymore. Russell. He don't run anymore, but he don't really run anymore like he used to. Can't. But Jalen Hurts has design runs. This is different, though. These are design runs. Like, that's yeah. what bothers He's design right. runs. So it's like... I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Like, I feel like it's definitely... There's a, there's definitely... It definitely could be a favorable matchup. There are favorable matchups. But I'm like, just that alone, like that scares me because I, you know, Daniel Jones, the whole Daniel Jones thing still like resonates in my mind, like how he can run for like X amount of yards. And like now, and, and Dak, then Dak didn't run for a ton. He don't run anymore though. See, since the people on Pete Gang, since he has the knee, he is not, he is not as mobile as he used to be. Yeah. He's really not. He's not. The only mobile, so, so there, this is the first true to me, in my opinion. We're this their quarterback. This is a guy who runs runs first, like totally runs first. So that scares me. Other than that, I mean, I'm with you. I feel like there are matchups that Washington should win out, but it's gonna definitely be prevalent. It's gonna be important for folks like Jay uh, Jamin Jamin Davis, um, Holcomb to keep their eyes on um hurt because I think the, that, that, that matchup hurts. You know, that's the other thing that'll be well, these ends aren't it's like fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth, seventh string that ends. too. When you talk about you know design runs, that's the important. Yeah, that's the biggest part, right? Is the yeah. ends and knowing their assignments and staying true to them. So I, yeah. I think that'll be the other fascinating thing to see is who plays. Allen's not going to play. The, I mean that that would be terrible. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> Did you see Allen only played like fifty percent of the snaps on Sunday? It was odd yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, maybe was he sick already? I don't know. That hurts. Um, I don't know. I mean. I mean, the, the blessing is, though, 
it's great job to Alice, man. And he's been amazing. Um, like in terms of in terms of D tackle, they played all three, they played all three of them together. Um, but which has helped not having Chase and Montez. But the blessing is that you do have depth, right? You do have depth in that position. Like you have pain, yes. you have Ionitis, who who are pain has been playing amazing football of late, too. Um, pain, Ionitis too. He looks healthier. Yeah. Um, Ionitis, and now Settle gets to get more burnt. So I mean, you felt comfortable with Settle last year. He had over, he had a, you know, about like six sacks last year or something like somebody's that. Somebody's gonna so, pay him at the end of this year too. Yeah, somebody's gonna pay him too. Yeah, he's gonna be just gonna pay him. So he's not gonna be watching this after this year. I agree. I totally agree. So you're gonna have an opportunity. I mean, I feel like you're still able to do some things. Not as good as Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen's an animal. Not to say I think Ionitis and Payne have the ability to have um Allen performances. Definitely Ionitis, because Ionitis is for, for a while has been the best interior anyway. But I do think that settle giving him more burn. Um, you'll you should be okay. Like you're still gonna miss Jonathan Allen because he's been that good this season. He has been that good. Yes. Um, but you can all pro, not pro bowl for Jonathan Allen. All pro, everything. He deserves everything to me. He deserves everything. He deserves all recognition this year. All recognition this year. And so I feel like you can do that. I think I still have issues with like, I mean, like, I mean, Shaka Tony, I like Shaka Tony, but I want to see how, how those ends play. Like you, like you said, and play and play structured football when they see this mobile quarterback, cause they're going to run a lot of read option. They're, they're going well, to be Tony's a linebacker. By the yeah, way. I know, but yeah, I know, but he's I mean, gonna be rushing in. Yeah, well, I, mean, like, I know he's a three, four, he's a three, he's a three, four, he's a three, four linebacker. He's a three, four linebacker, but, um, but you're gonna have to like. I mean, I feel like there's some things you can do. But I feel like there's some things that these interior dudes allow you to do anyway. Like because somebody like when you have all three of them, well, yeah, when you have all all three of them and if all healthy, you know, these ends are allowed to kind of just do their thing. So yeah. we'll see. I do think, but on the off on the offensive side of football, I mean, deep, the Eagles got a good deep. They got a good. They got a good D line. They've always have. You know, you got still got Fletcher Cox. They still have. They still. I'm surprised. I really, I really saw that Eagles being like a three-win team. Like I, I, I know it's good coaching. They, they, they did a good job. Done. But yeah, I think it's a good that. job. It was a good job, man. It really was. And they're strong. Like if you look at the wins, and like that's the thing. This game scares me. I won't lie, it does scare me because if you look at the wins, um, they have some very impressive wins. And if you look at some of the games they were in, they were in a lot of games, man. They've been a lot of games. Hurts so. is a gamer, huh? Really? He's a gamer. Talk about a gamer. He's you know, a gamer. He's, yeah, like, he's not know, the he's sexiest quarterback. He's not he's the sexiest. Winner, he's yeah, he's a winner. He's, he's not the sexiest that. quarterback. He's not. He's not. Believe me, I've seen him throw. He's not the sexiest quarterback. But he just wins football games. You know, he wins. So yeah. you got to give him his credit. So it's going to be a tough one, man. It really is. But if Washington goes into this game, they'll turn the football over. Well, it's, the, uh, it's oh. theirs to win now, right? I mean, it's, it's basically playoff start right now. Yeah, for everybody, though, for the Eagles, yeah. too. Sure, so it's it's, fair, it's, it's, you, it's energy. It's the energy is yeah. going to be lit. Like both teams, they need to win this game. Like this is a must win for both teams, you know. So I hope Washington comes into this game. Like I hope the defense keeps the same energy they kept they, right. they, they had here, and I hope the offense, and I hope the offense learns from a. Hey, we gotta we gotta be better. We gotta do better. Be better. We gotta be more prepared. You know, we maybe I don't know if they would feel themselves after their four game winning streak. I don't know, but. Yeah, that got to change. You got to whatever happened on Sunday. You burn that tape for the offense. You burn that tape. 
All right, well, I, I know I've been keeping you from better things than this, but before well, you, you my guy, it, not better things. You're my uh, guy. <laughs> tell the folks what y'all got coming up on the urban sports scene and the all burgundy and gold everything. Appreciate you, Doug. Uh, we uh tonight spoke we're live. We're gonna have the homie uh from Sports Journey, Washington football team reporter, yeah, Lake Lewis Jr. Going. He's yeah. gonna be on. So we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this game in the Eagles game. Uh we're gonna talk about we're also gonna talk about some boxing. Uh, and we're going to talk some about the Wizards, uh, the, the recent struggles of the Washington Wizards. Uh, so you can check <laughs> you can check us out at 8, 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be live. They got to shut real quick. They got to shut Dinwiddie down for a little bit, right? They I should, mean, though. They, they, they should. Just, he, he's not, they he should. doesn't look right. Yeah, I mean, shouldn't be rushing him anyway. It's an ACL injury. He's a basketball player with an ACL injury. There's no need to rush him. The Golden State Warriors aren't rushing Clay Thompson, are they? <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> you can check us out. Ball games. Yeah, yeah. See, try it. Maybe you can do the same thing. You got Bradley Bill, supposed to be like your new John Wall. Anyway, you can check us out at www.urbansportsy.com to catch the live show. And also, you can, you know, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just we're all podcast, all podcast platforms and. Like my man Doug mentioned, the all burgundy and gold everything um, sports uh, with the Urban Sports Team podcast covers the Washington football team. Uh, we'll, we're going to record later tonight. We'll talk about this game as well. Tell the fellas I said what's up, man. I will, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. <laughs>